Oh man, Ryan, you're so lucky. You don't have to get that tattoo. Oh man, uh, we come yeah, on. We had to start with over. that. Come on, man. I'm well. I mean, it's it's Dave Portnoy's taken a lot of L's. Okay, Pride Month started, and the Celtics can complete their three-zero comeback. He's it's not good for all the boys over at Barstool. So, uh, you know, we just want to get the negativity out of the way. Uh, what's going on in the NBA world, boys? I mean, you guys follow the finals more. started I, tonight. The the Nuggets are currently blowing out the Heat at halftime. Um, heat were the eighth seed, right? Yeah. So it's pretty impressive they made it there. Um, that happens quite frequently in the NBA, right? There's been a lot of low seeds in the No, the NBA generally doesn't have a lot of parity. Like the top. Uh, not like. Uh, top teams usually make it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is pretty impressive that the Heat made it as an eight seed. They were also a play a play in. They were the lowest team. They had to play in two games to get to the. Why are they just to be it? in the playoffs? Is it because of their their what is it three uh, two three zone defense that I heard so much about while Josh screamed screamed? I think it's the cocaine. It's the cocaine. They've been able to outlast this Vice entire. Uh, Thank you. The That's rest what I was of the league, the night. they're just blowing their nose, their nostrils, their septums. Yeah. And that's what's keeping them amped up, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, Josh was having My- one, man, because uh, let me tell you, dude, you got you got, uh, you got got annoyed basketball fan down to a T, dude. That was impressive. Yeah. Be like, oh, no, just let them fucking, fucking rebound everything, okay? Just let them fucking rebound everything. I mean, honestly, like... Well, the thing is, the Celtics were playing their bigger lineup. Like, they had Al Horford and Robert Williams out at the same time. So I'm like, you guys, like, you should be able to get, you know, at least every other fucking offensive board, like, with that fucking duo, let alone on on the defensive end, letting them have three and four fucking shots every trip down the court. Like, uh, it was a rough night on Sunday. But, you know, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy we're... All together, we got to see Ryan this week because he flew in. Before we um, talk about the Dudes Rock weekend or week, um, I do feel I want to apologize, Josh, because you know I pressured you into watching this game so bad because I was like, "Do you want to watch all the other ones?" You're like, "I ain't looking at a fucking thing." And then they came back, and I was like, "Dude, let's just let's crack open some Odellos and let's watch the game tonight." And then. Celtics had like it's a five zero run to start the game, <laughs> and then and then the Heat pulled away. It was, you know, it was a boring game too. Yeah, like a, game six was, was one of the of best games I've watched. I feel like in the last, I can't remember the last game I watched. They had my blood pumping like game six. The way but, it ended, the yeah, strikes, and then yeah, they just come out. Believe it, the the Heat climbing back, the comeback at like they were like. They were down by, like, 15, and they, like, clawed their way back to get it within one. And then Jimmy Butler got fouled. It was just, like, it was a good crescendo for the Heat. And then, like, completely yeah. let the air out of the tires at the end. Yeah, but I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's Celtics bad. Game seven. Man, it was disappointing. No, yeah. that was the Celtics winner. Yeah. No, I'm talking about for game seven. Yeah. Game rough. seven was just disappointing because it was, like, yeah, the Heat blew him out, but it never felt like a blowout. Like, nobody, like, like Jimmy Butler really didn't catch fire and just torch him. Like, they it just was, kind of 
steadily climbed. Yeah, they just oh, like steadily yeah. climbed up by twenty points, and yeah, that was it. Tell you what, if I was a fan of the Celtics, I'd probably kill myself after that. That was pretty, was pretty terrible mm. to watch. Well, you know what? I, uh, I'm, I'm, got a I'm new a strong asshole. individual. I, I, I would never kill myself, but I would um, <laughs> impale myself on a spike in your bedroom. So it, the crime looks uh, rather suspicious for Mr. Uh, Josh. You know, I replaced some of those magic pills for your for your butt with um, with some cyanide. I'm not going to tell you which ones are or not. But I mean, I'm just saying. You know, I'm gonna. I'll help you ease out of the Celtics pain of that game seven loss. Okay. All right. And the pain, and the pain of your, and the pain of your now newly trimmed asshole. Yeah, um, I appreciate it. I take, I take a bath. You guys got to witness. I, I I take lots of baths now. I'm a bath boy. He's a bath boy. To doctors He's a squeaky cl- I'm gonna get yeah. you a ducky. I'm gonna get you a rubber ducky. According to my G of a doctor. Um, I am taking a bath, and every th- three times a day, man, it's good. You should get a hot tub. We should find a way. Dude, a hot tub a would be kind of sick right now. Yeah. I, I, oh yeah, I need to buy cigars again. I'm about out. Because you're fucking. Do you have a good ri- bathrobe, Josh? That you... I don't. You need a good bathrobe. You need to be gold chain bathrobe. Just like that is your attire when you're in the house. Tattoo of yeah. a raven on your chest. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm the Raven. Um, listen, I'm my crumble, my crumble hearts. coin player of the week is Ryan. Ryan came down. We had such a dude's rock Memorial Day. It was, it was really good. You know, yeah, Ryan flew yeah. in from Connecticut after putting his husband to sleep. We didn't wake him, and uh, we did some recordings on 1982. Um, Ryan got to meet Nick for the first time, and Nick. Uh, never knew how big you were, and he always would tell me, "Is he pretty big?" He would ask me, "Is he pretty big?" I'm like, "Ryan's real fucking big, dude." And <laughs> we got to finally see you. We got to see you. <laughs> How's it feel? How would feel knowing the meanest member of our group weighs less than a teenage girl? <laughs> I also want to, you know, pull the curtain back a little bit. Nick is like the nicest guy in yeah, person. So like sweet. all he wants. In person, he's like, I know we've talked about. He's a sweetheart, like, man. Yes, he spits vitriol <laughs> on here and like on Twitter, but he is nothing but the like. Do you need anything? Like, nicest. Like yeah, and like always, like well, like wants to help everybody out, make sure everybody's having a good time. And uh, so, if you have a bad impression from Nick listening on this, just like go to his house Does and. Yeah, he'll like you'll be like, oh fuck, this guy's a he's a hugger. I didn't expect him to be a hugger. He hugs so much. He yeah. is a hugger. Yeah. Yep. Oh god, what was it, Josh? You're telling me you were out in public with him, and you had mentioned someone to him, and Nick was just going really hard. Oh yeah. And then some guy he knew came up to him, and he was like, "Hi, buddy," and he gave him. A <laughs> yeah, hug. exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I, I won't it's give the details. Month, folks, that's the two genders right there. It's Nick, <laughs> it's good Nick and bad Nick. Yeah, and the thing is, it was funny because he was at the fucking farmer's market. So it's like 11 a.m. <laughs> and he's dropping slurs I can't say during Pride Month. Or I shouldn't say ever. <laughs> and I'm, I was like, oh, yeah, that guy's a bloop. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, what? hey, what's up, buddy? Oh, Hey, yeah. buddy, what's up? I love you so much. Oh, yeah, that's really good to hear. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. I, I mean, it's 100% authentic, and Ryan, like, he, you know, he made a good impression on you. Maybe you'll move back to Missouri from Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that you ever lived here before. No one knows. Well, you got, you got the, the Cape Airport there. It's an easy commute, you know. Easy from, commute. From yeah, the, with... From the east coast to the best coast. Yeah, you know? from yeah. You'll get a connecting flight to Nashville, and then you'll fly from Nashville because that's the only city our flights go to in Cape. Um, <laughs> and sorry, uh, Josh, I fly private, so I'll I'll land wherever the oh, fuck yeah. I want. Okay. Yeah, he went through, you know, what is it? Uh, American Spirits Airlines from American from Spirits Cape Airlines. To Hartford. <laughs> It's the last. It's the last plane you can smoke on. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's the last bastion of the persecuted smoker. <laughs> but it was good. It was good. We watched. Um, uh, I think you, I think you leave. should leave. And we crushed some Yanglings. We crushed some Modellos. It was pretty good. It was good. Um, Tom and I don't go gremlin mode anymore. This we is. Don't. Uh, That's the thing. We get drunk now. That's just. Um, yeah, I think we're normal. I don't. There's no epiphany there. We're just normal. We're just normal people now. Just normal, um, innocent men. Yeah. No, we gotta try it one more time. Where we go the next time you come down here, we'll go downtown and see if like that comes out. If it doesn't come out, then I, you know, the problem with the thing. last two times, we haven't done any hard liquor. Is that what? And it is? I think that yeah, we've done straight beer. I think we need to get more hard liquor in our gremlin diet and that would be just to see if it comes back just, yeah. yeah 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 maybe that's maybe we grow the wings and fangs when the like when Dennis the J-Mo played comes in the out. rookie to see if he can still throw smoke okay yeah. you and i we're getting in a car we go out near a speed gun and then we just start slamming whiskey and see <laughs> and running past it and wait until a, a cop pulls us over we gotta run from the cop am i a gremlin officer <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and me, did we ever used to drink hard liquor though? Yeah, me and you. I drink a lot of shots of Jameson. Yeah, we would do shots of Jamo. I mean, that's the only thing. But yeah, me and you were always like big beer drinkers, though. But I think we always, at least I always chase it with some Jameson or back and forth. Jason, oh man, I gotta chase this. Oh, I hate, I hate drinking Budweiser. I gotta chase, <laughs> gotta chase this with a shot of Black Barrel Jamo, bro. <laughs> I think the Jameson, you know where I see it from, is, okay, I can see the liquor part here, is when we used to do comedy, because comics, the really cool comics that uh, wouldn't just show up and just drink water, uh, the the fun ones would, uh, would drink a lot. I was a guy who would buy drinks a lot, and then there was other mutuals of ours that we were making fun of earlier that would buy, that would occasionally buy us drinks. And one of them in particular always get his JMO, get his Jameson. Yeah. So, like, okay, here's where I'm remembering. Wild card. When we would go do wild card, I do remember. Yeah, that would be. That's the mic I would do a lot of liquor at. So. Yeah, the good old days. So that was when Ella Fritz screamed at Sam Tripoli. I love that. That still cracks me up. To this I remember that vividly. Yeah. Dude. And he like apologized. He apologized. Like he tried to apologize to her and buy her a drink, and she and still yelled at him on the. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like she still yelled at him on like the back patio, and like then he's like, "All right," and he just left. Fucking bullied her into get uh, into offering her a guest spot. I love that. Oh man. Did she? I don't know if she took that guest spot, but I. I think she didn't. I remember when we when I when we had her on that I asked her about that. But um, okay, um, a good little band. Oh wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, before we go in, before we do baseball, before we do crumble, I want you all to know that if we're debating anything here and I'm winning, I will bury you. But if I start to lose, I have no problem looking at my phone. (laughs) (laughs) We watched I Think You Should Leave season three. We binged it. It is fresh in our brains. It is now our personality. Guys, um, we'll do a crumble coin player of the week, but let's make an aside here for crumble coin. I think you should leave meme of the week. Uh, what was your favorite sketch, Josh? Mm, definitely the drive-through. Um, drive-through. Yeah. Can you recite all of the items? I, I can. Um, just give me one moment, and um, so yeah. Um, fifty-five burgers, fifty-five fries, fifty-five tacos, fifty-five pies, fifty-five cokes, a hundred tater tots, a hundred pizzas, a hundred tenders, a hundred meatballs, a hundred coffees. 55 wings, 55 shakes, 55 pancakes, 55 pastas, 55 peppers, and 155 taters. Okay, that'll be be $680. Okay. (laughs) That one ruled. That was a good one. Um, uh, My, there, I I think that show is a horror show. I really do. Because (laughs) I, I don't know what's so I know what's I know what's really unnerving to me about that sketch is why fifty five. <laughs> don't know. Like, that's really unnerving to me. Fifty five is be like hundred tacos, hundred burgers, right? Or even fifty burgers, fifty tacos, fifty five. I don't know the method. <laughs> Ryan, I can probably guess your favorite one. It's the one you spit beer all over yourself. <laughs> what was your favorite one? No, no I like that. It was the, I forgot what he said, and then the voice, and just the, I don't know. That one wasn't the funniest one to me. It just kind of, again, crescendoed. I thought a lot of them were funny, and then that one just got me, like, at the right moment. I was sipping my beer, and I spit beer out of my nose all over his couch. It was my own I think you should leave moment where I was like, now we all have to do it. Everyone, drink beer. Put it in your nose. I can't be the only one. It's totally normal to do this. It means you're having a great time. Are any of you not having a great time? What was your favorite one, though? I The one that sticks with me is the zipline one. Like, yeah. I was like, I, that one's top tier, too. <laughs> And just, just the the image of him at the dinner where they're like, you you rush through dinner, and then he's like just shoving food in his mouth, yeah, okay. shoving water. And the guy's like, so okay. what do you like? What do you like about her? Yeah, yeah, nothing. Okay, all right, and then just rush. <laughs> and then him just, and then the guy having the argument with the guy who runs the adventure company. He's like. You're too rough with it. Shut up! Holy down on it. You're too. <laughs> Cade, there was a lot of awkward pauses on our date, and I'm still not quite sure if I, if I'm comfortable with some of the things you did in your past. 
Ronnie, I really, I really think you're just here to be on the zip line. Uh. He's wearing a shirt while he's doing it. It was so dumb. Oh my god, that one was great. Um, the drive-through ones, probably my fave, but I'll tell you the one that really got me was the doggy door one. I was hoping you'd say that one. Oh my god, I watched that one today at work. Oh my god, man, that one. Again, it's a horror show. It's a horror show, guys. <laughs> it, was like, it keeps out unwanted guests like dogs, people, and whatever the fuck this thing is. <laughs> I was not ready for that. Oh my god. The what only was thing... it for 50, for 50 oh seconds? For 50 seconds, I thought there were monsters on the earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just a pig. <laughs> My neighbor and I have been in a feud over him being on my property, so he released a pig with a Richard Nixon mask into my house. Oh, my God. They're all... It was a great season. I just only complain. Patty Harrison and Connor O'Malley only had one sketch, and I wish they, they had a little bit more in that one. But other than that, I... It was good. It was solid. Yeah. I, I, you know, it, it fucking fucking killed us um i did not need yeah. an entire sketch of nothing but fred armison i didn't need that i i think that's one of the things i would i could do without i mean granted he's like a legend and sketch was, so like, i get it but i think that i think nick told me that was his favorite one really just uh him beating with, up and, that... or was it with the kids yeah um, yeah or he's beating up like an old man and fred armison cursed he'd be like fuck i spent a lot of goddamn money on this you know <laughs> $15,000! See, I feel like Nick oh, I, I feel like Nick would have liked the uh, ponytail <laughs> sidewalk one. Like, the ponytail one was hilarious, and Shirt Brother was great. Shirt Brother. Um, oh, God, yeah. dude. Whenever I saw that meme, I, am awake I sent the now, group shirt today brother. of, like, but like of twins, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, and then it's like, hey, Shirt Brother. I read that in Santa Claus's voice, and I just laughed for... I mean, five minutes manically at work. Just, shirt brother, I fucked up. I need your help, shirt brother. The thing is, that oh song was kind of good that he, uh, well, oh, yeah. God. We got to talk about baseball. My head's starting to hurt from laughing. Um, before we, before we move on, not to make a sour note, but Biff Whiff, who, uh, who uh, uh, plays plays the old guy Santa Claus? He's got cancer. He's got to go fund me. You should go give money to him. He's he's rough. Um, not to not to put a damper on anything. Uh, guys, we can finally talk about baseball though. Um, Let's do it. We haven't been allowed to because baseball, as we all know, is gay, and it's now our month, folks. It is Pride Month. Yes. Yep. Um, let's start. Let's start with our crumbles. You guys got who's your crumble coin? Player of the week. Mm. My crumble coin player of the week is the blue check mark reply guys because they Fuck have it, been. Damn it. They have been on uh, nonstop. They're working on the clock, you know, to say they hate gay people, and you know what? That's uh, that's a lot of that's a dedication to the game. Yep. You know? They make some pretty um, good arguments, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've, there's, they make some arguments. There's there's some arguments there. 
um, definitely well thought out and mm-hmm. not at all um, reactionary or just plain uh, homophobic or transphobic. Mainly homophobic um, and transphobic. Yeah. But... Uh, Great website. Honestly, I want that. There's, I want that Cardinals. I want the Gay Cardinals shirt. That was. Uh, I do too. That was good. That was very. That's good. a cool. It's a cool shirt. Um, but yeah, those guys. Just give it up to them. Just clap it up for them. Um, they are uh, doing doing the hard, dirty work that none of us want to do, or none of us have to do, or none of us uh, care to do. They just they they're there. You and I had a uh, conniption before we got over to Nick's because um, we were talking about it, and it was just came down to like, like, like all the all the outrage happening over over uh, like Target and over like the Sisters of Indulgence with with like the Dodgers and like Trevor Williams. That's okay. Since my crumble coin was literally going to be the dumbest motherfuckers with opinions on, on, uh, on gay issues, my crumble coin guy will be Trevor Williams, because uh, he had to come out and voice his opinion on it. Um, Trevor Williams is a pitcher for the Washington Nationals, and he's apparently very concerned with what the Los Angeles Dodgers, who they invite and set up at their, uh, at their ballpark. Um, mm-hmm. So he. I think he compared the experience of being a Catholic with to the Sisters of Indulgence as uh, being crucified, which speaks so much to the heart of Christian agreed persecution. Just self self inflicted. Actually, it's non existent. I would say this concept of like it, they just they're like. They're like boomers in the aspect they just want to find themselves. They just want to scare themselves over shit that's not happening. Because they, they, feel, they feel important when they're scared about things. That's kind of like where I'm at with it. Like, of all... Like, one group that should not bitch about Pride Night at all, at all, is religious groups. Historically, religious groups have been the spearhead of, like, all terrible shit done against queer groups, against marginalized groups of color, and especially marginalized queer groups. They are the most fervent backers of legislation that harms them. They are perpetuators of violence and harm against them. They are the culprits, main culprits, and driving force for any ostracization that faces them. The least they can do, if we're going to give them Christian Day at the ballpark, the least they can do is shut the fuck up over Pride Night. That's it. That's it. Until the day comes where they're actually transifying our youth, where you are forced to look at rainbow shirts at Target and swear allegiance to them, shut the fuck up, dude. Just shut up. So, Trevor Williams, come on the pod and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Josh, who's your crumble boy? Yeah, Trevor Williams. I bet you have a banana breath. <laughs> oh. Got him. Ha <laughs> And I uh, never talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say my Kreble Coin player of, honestly, my player of the month um, every every June is uh, Lance Berkman, a man ahead of his time. Um, Woo! A real, a, a, yeah. a real man's man, big, big Puma, Trans knew Berkman. what was up. But mm. you guys want to hear something I thought would be too edgy that I was going to get flamed on for Twitter? 
Um, what were you going to do? So, you know, I was basically, uh, like, other than having the urge just to call, like, all of these homophobes, like, the F-slur, because... The R-word. Yeah, I, <laughs> um, I I was about to engage in R slur ableism because this is how like yeah. how nuts they they make me over this because mm. I, I I feel that Josh I feel like sometimes the meanest thing you can do to them is just call them gay because honestly they're acting they're acting super gay. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, why are we celebrating uh, all these like child sex abusers? Like they're gay. They're not. There's not like an institution. You mean on Christian Pride Night? Right, exactly. I'm like, there's like gay people don't have like an institution that covers up sex crimes to them. They're not even an institution. They're just fucking people. Well, they are fucking people. Let it rip, Josh. Sorry. Um, They're all just fuck. We're fucking people. They're fucking more people than us. Yeah. Um, No, but like, it's just like this this fucking whole. I couldn't get out of my head all week. Like, this whole blight of the Christians. You know, what they're, oh, you know, in today's society, we are this, you know, um, cast away sect of people and we're not allowed to speak our minds, blah, blah, blah. Like, like they just, they want to play victims so goddamn bad. And All the time. I mean, yes. and I, I just want to come at them and be like, you know, I have a really hard time hearing a group of people that represent something like Christianity and what it has historically affected in the world. Something that's probably killed more fucking people than anything else. You could you, you, you could at least like associate something with Christianity that is... I mean, the Crusades for fuck's sake. Like, Jesus Christ. Dude, yeah. Um, dude, yeah. we're gonna get Christopher Hitchens' ghost on here. He's gonna <laughs> talk about it. And you're gonna I, feel really silly when he says uh, that he just got back from hell, Josh. Oh. God is real. <laughs> Yeah, I just could get that out of my I fucking head. I feel like it's... Okay. Yeah, I feel I like it's, like, another boomer death rattle. Like, all this religion stuff. Because millennials, Gen Z, are not as obsessed with religion as boomers are. Yes. And I feel like it's going to go the way of, like, print newspapers. Where, like, at one point, like, religious institutions held a big... And, and newspapers held, like, a big like, um, had a grip on, like, American society, but in about ten years, it's about to be, like, not a part of the conversation. But yeah, right now, yeah. it's kind of, like, I the last... Their political and cultural influence is waning, and, like, if you're, like, a Christian listening to this, and this bugs you, I want you to know your life has probably not changed for the worse because fewer politicians are thanking God over everything or Dylan Mulvaney gets a fucking beer can with her face on it. Your life is still exactly the same. You can still go worship the way you want to worship. You can post all the stupid shit you want to post. You still make... In fact, what you should probably be angry about is your religious like grasp on stuff that has honestly fielded no benefit to you. You should really question that. Because you probably have the same shitty job. You're probably getting taken advantage of by your boss and your employer. And you probably lost your health care. Or you probably have huge medical bills. And that's not a result of less God in this country. Like, there's other things to be concerned 
and mad about. And coming out and being like, you know, I can't believe the Cardinals would put a rainbow on their jersey. I'm not going to watch them anymore. Good fucking riddance. All right? Focus on stuff that actually is hurting you. Not this stupid shit. Yeah. Well said. Focus yeah. how Take that, God! <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking loser. Anyway, if you're you like God, that's like fine. Every... It's just, uh, you know, if you're a minute you start doing this shit with your religion, we, uh, you know, we'll, we'll turn into little Reddit 2012 atheists, yeah. YouTube atheists. I'll add one more thing on top of that. Also, when your religion starts paying taxes, then you can, then they can be. Yeah, then you can know. actually weigh in. Yeah. yeah, how about Some that? fucking skin in the game like the rest of us. <laughs> Losers. Stop cutting. <laughs> stop covering up fucking abusers. Anyway. Ah, God, I hate it when things are political in baseball. It's like everything's political, guys. It's like mm-hmm. I can't ignore that. I miss the Fellas. days. It's crazy how it's yeah. only political to one side. Like, it's, it's like, yeah. I get so annoyed oh. by that when people, like... Yeah, I mean, like, the, 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 the fucking Oakley crowd, the Oakley's crowd that comes out on this one has to be like, you can't mix politics with baseball. But, like, guys, we just had, like, a weekend, not even, like, Memorial Day, but, like, what was it, a weekend or two ago where we had, like, arm, like, we have fucking, we're wearing, we're wearing armed forces, like, green camo hats to celebrate. That's political. Okay? I, this is baby's first political analysis. That's political. We, the Pentagon gives away millions of dollars to professional sports leagues to p- push that bullshit. Everything is political at its root. It is. And I don't know. I you know I guess it upsets people when it's not you know filleting the cocks of the military industrial complex. Instead, shows the basic humanity to queer people who are fans of baseball. You know. Um. Is that it? it do you, we should move on to baseball. We should talk about the 19-game streak. Right? Like you guys got another? We're talking, or do you guys want to piss off God again? We're talking truth ball, Tom. That's what we're doing. We're talking yeah. truth. We're talking balls filled with gooey, gooey, sticky truth. <laughs> All right. Ryan has a hot take that he mentioned. What What is this about? It's we just finished a... Well, it's a little hot. I would say it's a little hot take. The little, 19 game... Little... 19 games in 19 days. It just ended. We got two days off. We salvaged the split with the Royals. We went 12 and 7. My, it. What do you got, Ryan? My only take is that... <clears throat> um, every team plays a lot of games. It's not an excuse to lose those games. You play for three hours a day... You got about 18 hours of rest in between them. It's not an excuse. It's not mentally taxing. It is a child's game that you're playing, and 19 of them in a row is nothing. I played high school baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, no, no, sorry. Tell me your expertise. I'm sorry. No. But no, I... Nineteen games in a row is a dumb excuse to say that they're like tired or mentally exhausted, and like you got to beat the bad teams. You got to beat Cleveland. You got to beat the Royals. Yes, a hundred percent. That is. I mean, I get it. They're tired. It's long. It's a long season. But, but come on, dude. But you're they're not tired. the only team. 
Every team is going through that. You gotta find a gear. You gotta find a gear, man. Like, I agree. I agree with yeah. that. Dig uh, a little deeper, as they say. Yeah, yeah, this is... Taking three of four from the Dodgers, taking two of three from the Brewers, and sweeping the Red Sox. Decent teams. Good teams, right? Okay? That is... That should spark something. And then to split with the Reds, drop two or three to the Guardians, and split with the Royals. Yeah, they came out a game under in that span, but you gotta. Come on. You have got to find another gear with that. I agree. Um, I get it. They're tired, and, uh, you know, I, I, we don't – we empathize with that. They do more – you know, there's a lot of prep that goes into it. And it's very demanding. It is the best athletes in the game. We understand that. But those are teams you have to find a way to beat after defeating – after winning three straight series against really good teams, against the leader in your division. Uh, against an AL East team because the AL East could probably take every division if they split up and put everyone in it. And against the motherfucking Dodgers. All right, you have all that momentum. You've got to find a way to do better and not lose fucking four of seven in shitty-ass Ohio. You've got to come out with that. It was, you know, um, and those are winnable games. I mean, we blew the first game in Cincy and we blew um, a save with that Jose Ramirez walk off in Cleveland. I mean, should have took three or four from the Reds. Should have took uh, two or three from Cleveland. And it's a different story, you know. Now all of a sudden we're what three games under instead of what seven games. Mm. Oh well. Well, I think this team is uh, sorely lacking leadership, and that's why I am proud ah. to announce that uh, Andrew Kisner is our team captain. Um, I totally don't oh, think God. that is Fuck a stupid you. idea. Um, yeah, I'm with Nick on this one, man. I texted him on on Tuesday, and I'm like, you know what, man? I'm with you, and it never came up when we when we were all together. Um, yeah. For me to for me to back um, him up, we spent a lot of time making fun of old Nicky, but you know what? He was right on this one, fellas. I think you're both being babies <laughs> on that. Like, who cares? He's not the real captain. They didn't make him the real captain. The, I the coach, I think it's the coaches and players did it out of appreciation for him. We can roll our eyes. But what that, is the real the captain? Like like a, how can we say? Oh, you're not the real one. Like, what does that Josh, even mean? Josh, Josh, Josh. It's all symbolic. The players, bullshit. the players, Josh, and, the players and coaches did this. This wasn't this wasn't a little sneakeroo. They agreed to do this. Isn't that how it always works? When I think came? they gave it to him because they felt sorry for him. <laughs> Maybe it too. Like, hey. <laughs> they were like, hey, buddy. Hey, pal. Yeah, you're not as good as, as these guys. You're not. You're no Wilson Contreras. You're no Nolan Arenado. Hell, you're not even a uh, Alec Burleson anymore. Well, you but, know what? You're a batting, hey, you know you're what? A batting practice you're still, captain. You're still, you're still part of the team, man. And Hey, we got you this C that we got from... Hobby Lobby, because we share their their, their values, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna iron it on to your batting practice. Don't don't wear it on your game jersey because you won't be playing oh, a lot of games anymore. We got the wrong but, font. Uh, we got Comic Sans C. Oh, I'm so sorry. Ooh. Yeah, and they spelled yeah, your buddy, name but, wrong. Oh, they put Jesus saves. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, you know, but it's, yeah. a good, it's a good special jersey. This was Andrew Kisner's make-a-wish before they <laughs> pull life support on take his career, him, huh? Take him out back behind the right field bullpen and shoot him in the back of the head at the end of the <laughs> Jesus season. Christ, like, man. Well, if that's the case, then I, I had to give one for Nick in there, all right? It, yeah. Oh, dude. I just... Oh, can, can you just explain to me, like, what constitutes a real versus a not real? Because you can't tell me it's the it's the coaches and players deciding that, because that has to be how a real captain is but, picked. I would assume. But captains isn't a thing in baseball. There's no captain. Yeah, teams. there's none in it. There's no one wears a C well, up there. Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, there have it was been literally. Though. Like, hey, it it was literally it, just a sign of appreciation. It's we can make fun of. it. We could be like, hey, that's super lame. Whatever. Okay, but like, how about this? Um, making fun of it is fine. Okay, because Kisner is a guy to make fun of because he blocks people on Twitter. Okay. I think the freak out thing that's annoying is when they couple it with this isn't news that we're sign- that we're trading for Shohei Otani because not every bit of news or reporting that comes out of the clubhouse has to be we're trading for a pitcher. I know we would want that and I know that's frustrating. But guys, come on. Team uh, 1 and the coaches want to show his appreciation. Kisner's been valuable. I hate to say this guys, but as of right now, he's hitting better than Wilson Contreras. That made me sick to say, but it's the truth. Wilson's in a, in a slump. Tom. Kisner has been a fine backup. Tom. Ryan. Tom. Ryan. Shut the fuck up, Tom. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. Tom. Ryan. Tom. Ryan. Tom. Josh. Josh. Joshua. Nick, Nick, Nick. Considering how, like, awful Kisner was last season, you know, I don't know. Was it you that was telling me this, Ryan? He came up with the fucking pepper grinder, burger phone, or whatever. Like, he's like a, an attaboy, rah-rah guy. He is someone yeah. that helps motivate the bros, okay? Which is great for him, okay? And if they want to show their token of appreciation for that, good on the club. The reaction should be, who gives a flying fuck? Good for Andrew Kisner. I don't care. How it should be. I think I. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. They put. You're correct. They put a stupid ass Hobby Lobby C on there. They didn't give him a five year extension. I mean, sure. Maybe that was his extension. Maybe that was his bonus. Be like, hey, you hit your bonus. I just. I don't know. You get a shirt. And like, obviously, I'm not in the Shohei Otani crowd. Like, that's not. I don't. He's never going to be a St. Louis Cardinal. First, first of all. So, um, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm not the, that crazy. But I'm just like, it, he's not the guy who deserves it. If like, if if anyone's gonna get it, and this is like a, this is only one part of why I don't like it. He doesn't deserve it. Okay. Secondly, why? But that's not up to you. What do you mean it's not up to me? It's not up to you. His coaches and teammates decided to give that to him. Yeah, but they're they wrong. Bully. They decided to do that. Listen, a few of those He's players also captain. decided fucking... to not get uh, vaccinated, and uh, they missed some games last year. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna delve into what the team thinks. These aren't people we need to listen to. Where it's ones we need to wish. They're not serious yeah. people. So what you're telling me is that Wilson should have got the Hobby Lobby screen printed C on the 
on the batting pre on the batting one. My point is, is like they're like not real people. <laughs> like they like don't matter. Like that's what they said. <laughs> Backup catchers are not real human beings. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm, I mean I'm gonna embarrass you, Tom. <laughs> I'm gonna embarrass. You. Here's the thing, though. This wasn't like a front office decision. This was something that got noticed, and like Kisner was asked about it by Jim Hayes on his show, and he brought it up, and Jeff Jones reported on it. This wasn't something like the fucking Stiefel patch, you know. This wasn't. This wasn't. We have the six starting pitchers press conference. Okay, it's. Listen, I will agree. It's fun to make fun of Andrew Kisner. We've all been doing it. He hasn't blocked me yet, but that son of a bitch is gonna know my fucking name at some point. But, like, to to be outraged by is just silly. That's all. Yeah, I, That's I don't it. think me and That's Nick were outraged. I think we just thought it was fucking. Nick dumb. was fucking outraged. Come on, don't downplay that. Nick was fucking outraged. Eh. Nick was pissed. Nick was know. pissed, Josh. Come on, don't gaslight us here. I well, because Nick is mad about him. everything, but in comparison to he like, is. He, he's a boomer. Nick's a fucking boomer. But like, this was like normal Nick mad. This wasn't like, I mean, uh, he was more mad about like, like Anthony Bass or Andrew, well, no, whatever the fuck I mean, his name is. No, 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 no. Like in terms of Nick mad, this is the first time we've argued. Had another and had a and had one of our patented yelling matches via text since the Albert Pujols debacle, <laughs> since the old Pujols fiasco. So since Pujols v Pujols v uh, best fans in baseball, 2022. So, well, I it's yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think it's a big deal. That's all it is. I don't think it's like um. I I don't think it's some part of some uh, uh corporate. Uh, uh, corporate sorcery to keep us distracted from the fact that this, this team's seven games under or ju had just nearly gotten no hit by the Royals. I just think it's just kind of nothing. That's all. Well. I mean, do you guys want Andrew Kisner to die? That's what I'm getting at. I mean, I don't want him I to think die. I think that's what's keeping him alive. I want, I want us to, like, <laughs> attempt him at, like, see if they can, you know slide down the arch like like i basically want him to be like our stunt guy before like our real stunt guy goes out there and tries it yeah, yeah. all right well you know my co-hosts hate andrew kisner and uh you know i'm sorry kids i know you listen to this pod because i send you an episode every single every single time and you have yet to block or respond to me we Sorry should start just, like, tagging random baseball players every time we put in an episode. Yeah. One of them might just, That'd like, good. latch on. Let's tag Anthony Bass and uh, <laughs> Trevor Williams in this one. And be like, yo, what up, brothers? We we firmly back you. And, uh, oh, what's up, shirt brother? This, <laughs> what's up, shirt brother? I oh, fucked up. Oh, shirt brother. I fucked up, shirt brother. <laughs> <laughs> Bigot brother. I fucked up. <laughs> Elon Musk won't protect me from saying the F slur underneath Pride Night at the ballpark. Um, Anthony Bass got called into relief, and Blue Jays fans booed him. So you know there is there is justice in this world. Um, mm -hmm. Jordan Walker got called up, and I figure we do a little check in on Memphis guys. Um, Walker's going to be joining the team in Pittsburgh. What's how's everyone feel about this? I'm happy. I'm glad he's back. Yeah? Ryan? Yeah. 
Ryan. The same thing I said when he got called up at the beginning of the year, yeah. when he made the team. I feel like he has to stay with the team now. Yes. To do to like to up and down, like you're supposed to be your next franchise player, would just ruin him. So I hope this was a. We're gonna call him up and we're going to let him let him have his struggles and just see what happens. The real like let the kids play mentality. You know? Yeah. Shirt brother, we gotta let the if, kids play. <laughs> oh, shirt brother, I fucked up. Shirt, shirt brother. brother. Oh, oh, shirt brother, I <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> God damn it. Walker's gotta stay though, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, he wasn't tearing it up. That's like, well, I know he had like a good what the past couple weeks he had really come on. Yes, that's the big thing. Like he's gotten hot. Well, it's like with Moises Gomez too, because I was looking at his stats, and Moises has like a, a ninety four, ninety seven WRC plus, but he had such a terrible April. He has like a one dot in May. He's hit like twelve bombs. And Walker got off to just an atrocious start when it came to uh, getting sent back down to kind of like alter his swing and everything. And uh, I think, let me pull it here. He's hitting like around 750 OPS, and he's got like a 230-something average. But let me find here. I think his last like 10 games he's been blistering. Yeah, he went from like... He was hitting 183, and now he's up to, like, 239. He's been, yeah, he's been hot. He's been hitting the ball more. Um, he's hit three home runs. So just trying game. to catch that, well, yeah, catch that lightning. Yeah, he's, 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 um, whatever changes they've asked him to do, I'm not sure uh, how, uh, how much to fruition it's come, but whatever changes they've asked him to do, it seems like he's implemented them in some way. Well, no, you you heard you saw that news this week too, right? Or it was like yeah, where he's like uh, about changing his game or whatnot, and I didn't he, quite not, know what he to didn't make do of it. it. He didn't do it. Okay, that's what I meant. Yeah, I didn't quite yeah, didn't quite he, know to make of it because I saw a lot of people get pissed off about us not being able to develop guys. So. Because I think he said uh, he tried doing the lift in the ball, and he said he wasn't working, so he just went back to what he's been doing his whole career. He's like, we well, oh, got sorry. him here. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, man. And he's like, he, he's like, Maybe. and he like called back to last year. He said he was hitting the ball on the ground, but then towards, as the season progressed, it started lifting more. Mm. And so he's like, I just went back to what, what I'm good at. Ooh, maybe they're bringing him up as a big fuck you. Wow. I'm like, all right, we'll see. We'll see who's right. Maybe that's what they're doing. I mean, that'd be such. That'd, what, that'd be. Why would you make like that'd be such a dumb thing to do? That's dumb. Ryan, you would not. You would not purposely headcase your Ryan supposed franchise player. Ryan, that is correct. But what <laughs> has do we do? Do we even know what the fuck this organization is doing right now? <laughs> no. Honestly, like they could trade him. I don't fucking know what they're gonna do. What I think a what's dog would do a better job. <laughs> what's the wildest thing they could do right now? And you'd be like, "Yep, that's so Cardinals." Trade for Rich. Oh, dude. Mason uh, went for Rich. I think it says no. 
Yeah, that's that's something they would definitely do. <laughs> they would pick. Yeah, he's pitching. Ridge Hill. He's pitching well. Um, they would trade for an old pitcher. That's the thing, and they would give up someone who would have a great rest of the year, and then that player's arm or shoulder or knee would explode. And then we'll all be back here and be like, Mozilliac's a fucking sorcerer. He just knows when guys are going to spend their time on the IL. Sandy, Sandy Alcantara's got like a five ERA, fellas. Mo knew. Mo knew. <laughs> like this is, you know, ne- next year Zach Allen's going to get busted with, uh, I don't know, a terabyte of you know what. And he's going to be in jail the rest of his life. Mo knows. Mo knows he's a sorcerer. So, I. I'm in agreement, though. If Walker's coming back up, they have to keep him up for good, though. Like, this, whatever they sent him down to do in Memphis, like, now it's, okay, bring him up. He's hitting well. Newt's on the, Newt's, Newt's beat up with the, with the back. Let's see what Jordan's got. And hopefully not send him back down. So, I'm not sure if, um, I'm not sure if uh, the fielding is quite there. Uh, but, I mean, it's the growing pains, right? You mentioned that. You know, he's got to come up, he's got to learn, and he's got to fail, uh, and he's got to try failing. I can't wait to see an outfield of uh, Jordan Walker, Tommy Edmond in center, and then Juan Yepes in left. That's going to be a that's gonna be a weird game if <laughs> we see that. like. Yeah, when we were at early in the season, be like, I want Newt Barr, O'Neal, and Carlson is what I want. O'Neal's getting traded. I'm going to yeah. miss him. He's yeah. definitely going to be on the block there. But um, other guys who, that are kind of... Who do you think is... Oh, go ahead. Who's going down? Does anybody know that yet? What's the... They haven't announced yet. It's got to be Barrera, right? Again, Josh. You Josh, 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 Josh. I know, Josh. I know. A dog could run this organization back. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) They're bringing Jordan Walker up to spite him and turn him into trade bait. And we're going to get Shane Bieber for him, who's baseball savant page. It's going to upset Ryan, but I think he can turn it around with us. I know it's a lot of blue. Okay. But I think he can turn it around with We're going to ship Jordan Walker to him. We're going to ruin his confidence so that way he's terrible. His prospectus prospectus page isn't good either. Is CFIP? I I I didn't it's over a hundred. He's he is not somebody I I want. But you think okay? Let's entertain this. In if he was with us, you think that would better a little bit because he'd be in such a uh, a pitcher friendly ballpark. Maybe I know his velo's way down, right? Isn't that the problem he's having? Yeah, his average fastball velocity was last. It's same as last year. He's sitting around ninety one, ninety two. But the thing that um, I've the thing I noticed is K percentage. He's not striking guys out, which Shane Bieber, you know, had was a guy who punched guys out at thirty to forty percent mark, and last year was down yeah. as well, but. This year, it's a little more concerning, I would say. He doesn't walk guys, yeah. but come the fuck on. Like, we saw Miles Michaelis strike out 10 guys. Cardinals fans, isn't it cool when your starting pitcher can pitch deep into games and strike out a lot of guys? Have you noticed how many runs the Royals scored when they strike out a lot against our pitchers? Like, zero. And, like... Like if you pick if you pick Bieber up the way he's pitching now, like couldn't you find that anywhere else? 
Couldn't you even find that within the organization? A guy who, you know, walks at a decent, you know, walks guys at a at a at a decent clip, but doesn't punch out like guys and lets his defense do the talking. We all know how that kind of ends up, right? So what's the yeah. what's the allure of Shane Bieber there? Why would we take that on? Should be someone else. Should be someone with some punch out stuff. Which I think we should go for Eduardo Rodriguez. Ooh, I think we should go for Lance Lynn. You see the bombs he gave up to Mike Trout and Shohei Otani? Woo! God, Nearly a thousand feet. Lance is so bad this year. It is depressing, man. The whole fucking White Sox rotation is. I never. But you know what he does that's baffling? What? He punches guys out. He punches guys he still out. Gets like, he still gets like eight strikeouts a game. I'm looking at it he here. Just, His. K percentage is 25.1, which league average is like 24, 23, 24 something, which is good. But the thing about it is it's been just insane with him is he's given up two home runs per nine innings. (laughs) He's got a fucking FIP over five. He is just, I think what he's given up one of the, he's like the, one of the worst when it comes to exit velocities too. Let me see if I can pull that. Uh, it's a little bit bad, but it ain't as gruesome as I thought. 88.3 average exit below. Um, uh, it's just, you just can't keep it in the yard. It's depressing. It's depressing. The White Sox could use a Shane Bieber, and the Guardians could use a Lance Lynn. I think they should trade in division. I think that'd be the smart move. Fellas. Uh. Have we talked about all the baseball? Are we done? Got it. I was um, going to bring up uh, minor leaguers. You guys want to hear what's, who's doing well in AAA? Because uh, there's a name that people were throwing out um, about who should have maybe get a call up, and it's Luke and Baker. Man is mashing. He is 52 games. He's got 16 taters, 51 stakes. He's got forty. He's got fifty-five taters. Yeah. 55 taters <laughs> I was hoping you'd go there. <laughs> Forty-one runs scored. He's batting over three hundred. Um, he's got uh, an OPS of one point zero four three. He's got a decent walk rate of sixteen point seven percent. Lucan's having a good one, and I remember us talking about this when we had Kyle on about what his future is, because he's what twenty-seven years old, and I mean, do you guys see a spot for him on this roster now with how it's constructed? Because it's hard no. for me to see how he gets up. Yeah. But I want him to make it up because I want him to get paid. I want him to get his service time started. But it's a right-handed bat. He's good. Oh, go ahead, Brian. Is he Luke Voigt 2.0? You know, I don't know, I guess. Um, Luke Voigt, I think, in the minors had, like, a higher contact rate. But still, I mean, Luke and Baker murders the shit out of the ball and draws walks. 26 years old right now. He'll be 27 March next year. Dude, um, how has he not gotten picked up via Rule 5? Like, I guess the Cardinals have protected him because he seems like a Patrick Wisdom type where the Cubs will, well, will, will pick him up. Well, he might get picked this time. Okay, but, like, keep in mind, you know, he is a developing guy. I mean, in 20, he missed 2020, obviously, with COVID. 
2021, he was mainly in double A. And if you take someone around then, you know, rule five is you got to carry him on your major league roster or give him back. Sure. And then last season, last season he was ass cheek, let's be honest. And he had like a 683 OPS. And while he still matched 20 homers, he wasn't good at triple A. But this year, he's really good in triple A. He's fucking great in triple A. He's got a 157 WRC plus. It's just. We have other guys who can play first. You know, if Goldie gets hurt, you know, he probably comes up. But, I mean, it's kind of going to get split between, what, him, Yepes, and Donnie, right? Um, and not to jinx him, not to jinx the, 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 mighty, the mighty bear, but Goldie is, is as steady and as durable as they come. Um, you know, I, I would say this, uh, you know, the – in the off season, you know, if he doesn't get traded or moved, I hope he gets rule five. I hope he, hope he gets playing time. He's hitting, he's hitting in a way that he deserves to have big league at bats right now. I agree. So I'm pulling for him on that. Very nice. Yeah, but, but what, we'll see. Fucking what? I just they have to. Who would get sent down? I know it's the you know even it's, Chase it's Henders kind of hitting well. Yeah. Uh, Yvonne Herrera is hitting excellent, man. He's WRC plus over 140. I'm looking at it here. He's got a 962 OPS. That's our catcher. You know, our mini Yachty. He's 23, and now he's kind of showing that he needs to probably get a look at the majors, too. We need to Memphis trade, like, three solid, guys man. away. We got to get rid of, like, three Dude, guys. Dude, yeah! <laughs> outfield logjam, and maybe, maybe us bitching about the outfield logjam was... You know, maybe unwarranted because guys are getting hurt now. All of a sudden, we get to use this depth. But um, I don't. I want Lucan to get some at bats, man. I hope he gets picked up or traded. I hope he gets. I hope he gets his big league contract. I hope he gets that service time started so he can get some big money. And you know, I, even guys like Chase Pender, you know, I'm hoping he gets that too. Um, Memphis is looking. Memphis is looking solid right now, fellas. It's a lot to feel good about. Yeah. Anything else, fellas? Do, do we want to fuck anyone? Do we want to? Mm. Blake Trinan. Um, what's his face? Trevor Williams. Oh God, he had a, like a friend yeah. release, like a stupid, ass, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like statement. Be like, you fucking coward! What are you doing? Like, yeah, like why? Like why can't we just what call those people bitch. the f word? Like. Why is that? Can't why can't it be okay in that context? Why? Why just be comfortable saying you want queer people to die, you fucking fascist losers? Just say that. Quit being pussies about it. Just come out and say the truth. You want them to die. That's it. Anytime we're like, I don't want trans people to have health care or to get any kind of gender affirming care. Just say you want them to die. That's it. It's all part of the same bullshit. It's whether it's the tiniest dog whistle or a fucking foghorn. You just want him to die, man. Just be honest with yourself. You just want him dead. That's negative. Let's end on something positive, though. Let's talk about players that are based that support this sort of thing, like Sean Doolittle or Mark Canha. Jose the Fernandez. Only good met. The only good Met. The only good Met. Mark, Mark Canha. <laughs> the only one... If the Mets are going to go to the gulag to 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 uh, to be worked to death, Mark Canha doesn't. Okay, he gets to be he gets to be a capo. And uh, Rob Kaminsky, did you guys see that? Hell yeah! 
Yeah, former Cardinal first rounder Rob Kaminsky. Someone tweeted out, I just wish more baseball players were like, you know, vocal and pro LGBTQ. And then Rob Kaminsky says, I'm a minor leaguer, but, you know, I totally support him. And guess what? I went through old Rob's Twitter because I'm a weirdo. All right. And I want you to know, we should sign him back. He's super fucking based. He's super based. He listens to tipping pitches like us. You know yeah. that? He's super based. Get, bring him home. Bring Rob Kaminsky home. Ultimate base Reno boy. Get him back. We need more of that. Get rid of all these stupid Trevor Bauer, Blake Trinan, Anthony Bass, bigoted, stupid, small brain, smooth, no wrinkle having motherfuckers. Get us more Rob Kaminsky's and Mark Hanna's out there, okay? That's all I want, okay? If you don't think like me, you should be thrown into the ocean. Right, boys? Agreed. They should have Agreed. their kids transified. That's what we're supporting. If you can't go to Target anymore, because you, we all know if you go to Target, you can't, you gotta, you can't close your eyes and just walk past the thing. You have to accept it, and that's the agenda we're pushing here on Worst Fans Incorporated. Is fully automated gay luxury space communism. Right. I, I I have the name of the episode. This episode is, is gay. This I'm thinking that, gay. or I think you should leave parentheses and talk about baseball. Hmm. That also works. We, that also works. Ryan, you got you got any closed ones? Who, do you, is there anyone you want to fuck? Well, another player I saw was Julio Rodriguez had a, a shirt on and he tweeted out. Like a heart with a pride flag. Hell which yeah! Is like he's a big, one of the biggest stars in the Julio! game. Oh yes! And then the Scott Service wearing it too. What was the the tweet we all laughed at? Yeah. It's like your dad sees your your progressive dad sees your tweets and he's disappointed. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, man. Who oh, are we, we fucking tonight? Oh, yeah, we got well, one. Well, we gotta shout out our Patreon people. You know, we're yeah! keeping true to true to our word, dude. Do you want to shout him out? I mean, hey. You're we got Tyler. We got Bravo. We got Tyler's brother that we keep saying the wrong name on. What up, dude? His name is Nick, but I think I call him Alex. So okay. Alex. What's up, Alex? Um, What's he at me, Alex? And then is, Alex. that's the three of them, right? Yeah. Those are our three? Or is there a fourth? Yeah, there three. I need to post something in the old Patreon. No, we got three. Post a, a Patreon. Um give them like a, a first glance first look at the, oh yeah the we should drop two. we should drop 82 for them like oh yeah folks early. it's almost done i've got like the audio that i've got everyone's lines cut it up and like i am just putting a soundtrack on it and it's uh ryan stayed the night here ryan left his cigarettes and i understand the power of smoking and working it is very it is very liberating i get why nick is the way he is man the more, the older I get, the more I realize that twenty-something little mean dog is right about a lot of things. Jesus, who you guys want to fuck tonight? Fuck Jesus. Fuck the reply guys. Fuck, fuck, fuck God. Uh, fuck God. No. <laughs> fuck God. Fuck Christian fuck at the ballpark. Fuck God. Christian at the ballpark. That's a good one. Yeah. I would say fuck like any theme night that's not like Star Wars. How about that? Like, <laughs> that's political. Like, 
Star yeah. Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Star Wars is political. That's true. Those goddamn terrorists yep. blew up the Death Star. Yep. Yeah, and, and, now, and those were good union jobs. Think of all the guys building that Death Star. Good union jobs, damn it. I agree. And, like, you know... Mm. All right. This episode... Yeah, fuck, fuck the reply, guys. Fuck the bigots. This episode is dedicated to the brave Mujahideen fighters and what they do for us. All right? We... We love you all. 1982.